You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Jess, I love our dude doodles. We we do do doodles. The we really best. do. Probably yeah. we're we're intermediate do doodlers. Yeah. I wouldn't say we're anywhere uh, into the into the realm of master doodle ooters. Isn't it that you have to do something like 10,000 times to be I, a master? I think you have to do 10,000 doodle-oots yeah. to be a master doodle-ooter. But besties who do- doodle together. Stoot stoodle uh, together? Stoot stoodle together. <laughs> Make strudel together. There we go. <laughs> so when we when are we making strudel? Anytime, man. Okay. Anytime. Well, <laughs> as soon as they let the boats run again. I have an idea. It might It might work. It might not. But I don't think anyone's done it before. Here's what Ooh. we're going to do. We're okay. going to make strudel through the mail. You start with step one, or I can start with step one. Or if there's a bit of fight of who wants to go first, we'll <laughs> flip a coin, and whoever gets, guesses the coin on the right side, then they win and they get to go first. And so wow. you do step one of making strudel, and then you stuff it all in an envelope, and you mail it to me. And I dump it into a bowl with your instructions, and then I have step two, and then I do step two, and then stuff it into an envelope and send it back to you. Ooh, it's like friendship love yeah. only. No, I love your big strudel energy that you're bringing to the podcast today. Well, it was a different story to start today. I'm glad that I'm finally bringing big strudel energy. <laughs> oh my gosh, big strudel energy. Imagine that's our first t-shirt. Oh, oh. I'd like that would be that. great. I'd like. Yeah, me too. I would like to. I would wear a shirt that says "Big Strudel." I would wear most shirt that's just sort of like most you shirts would. that are just like very, very stripped down. Not in like, uh, like mount like mechan- shirt mechanics or like foundation sort of shirt foundations. Like as long as it's still a shirt, you'll um, wear it. Yeah. Yeah, but if it's got like very, very simple pictures of food on it. That's that's totally a jam. Yeah. I growing up a guy in high school always wore a shirt that said T-shirt on it, like different colors of the same shirt for a whole year. That's, he was a bass player. He always bring change. <laughs> listening to the bass player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I should do the intro. Were you trying to say were you trying to bring even more big strudel energy in before the intro? No, nah, but now I want to like ha- I want to live my life by big strudel energy. I think I, I think, think that's always have. I want to I want to go uh, f- fight the. Fight the masses and the crowds and the the, the disconnection, but still going out for stuff. Yeah. And go no. to a bakery and get strudels and then return victorious with strudels held aloft. I think that would be up, glorious. Up to the sky so only God can see and therefore judge me on my strudels. God, take the strudel. Okay, I'll do the intro. It's just hard. So I'm thinking about strudel now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Candace and Jess Judge a Book by its cover. I'm Candace. And I am Jess. Welcome <laughs> to the only podcast on the whole, on the whole gosh darn internet where it's Candace and Jess talking about strudels. No, we're not talking about strudels <laughs> all this time. We're, um, what are we We're going to change topics eventually. <laughs> we <laughs> judge books. We don't read books. We don't read these books, but we take these books, we look at the covers and we 
we crack it open and find the see the, the hidden story within and then we tell you what that story is and well, it's beautiful and it is a beautiful thing we do it every two weeks and we wish we could do it every day <laughs> yeah that'd be cool Imagine just like me ripping my hair out at 10 o'clock at night being like, I need a judgment for tomorrow. Every, every day. Yeah. Um, every other day. <laughs> yeah. Every other day. That's good. That's good. There's two of us. We take on the load. So uh, during this time of quiet and quarantine and staying around my house, I just wanted you to know, Jess, this is, this is big, by the way. Ooh. I'll sit that, down. Uh, yeah. Good thing. Uh, just so everybody knows, David Byrne. Uh, legendary David Byrne uh, is taking care of me. He's checking in with me and I really appreciate it. I received a message from David Byrne uh, this morning. Very cool. That's very, you mm. must be very excited. I can see you're barely containing your excitement right now. Oh, oh goodness gracious. So there's a few ways that I think that this imposter could have found me through the internet. Um, when I saw David Byrne was following me, I liked to pretend it for, you know, a second yeah. that it was my my true hero, David Byrne. Uh, was it was of, it like David underscore Byrne? What was the name? It's like, it like David Byrne 70. Okay. And he had stolen the the profile photo of, of David Byrne. And, um, you know, he wrote me, he said, how are you? And I said, you know, I'm great. Feeling great. Feeling good. How are you? And he's like, I'm good. And, you know, whatever. And he's just like, so how long have you been fan? And I was like, oh, oh. the whole time, like <laughs> 15 years of my life, which, you know, probably longer. But and then, you know, he goes on to say, well, very happy to have you as a fan. And I said, yes, David Byrne, sir. Um, thank you for your wonderful music. And, and then, you know, he went on to ask me how old I was. He said, oh, you look so much younger in your photos. What is your secret to beauty? And I said, well, the talking heads, of course. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, I've reported and yeah. <laughs> I've reported and blocked this person. But for a minute, it just felt really good to feel like David Byrne was checking yeah. on me. And was, I really wanted to share that. It was like talking to a David Byrne impersonator. <laughs> it was like talking to a head. Yeah. I hey, honestly, what's that, Jess? Well, I got a question for you. Do you yeah. th- do you think that this could have actually been genuinely David Byrne, <laughs> but he was just really, really, really like super late to the whole like uh social media game that david byrne like the most official david byrne and like official david byrne and david byrne one and david underscore byrne all of those were taken so he had to settle for like oh dang i guess i'll have to be david byrne 70 at least (laughs) at least i got some connection to that one i feel like (laughs) no I don't know like it was I do follow David Byrne and he's like you know he's a really cool dude he's not someone who's like late to anything he's you know this bicycle riding bad boy he's got it figured out so I do follow him and I think he was hanging out with like Jimmy Kimmel or something yesterday I can't remember it was some figure but he you know is constantly using his Instagram for good and so to me it was very using his Instagram for good but then he's also going in there and checking on his fan (laughs) man I think if anyone would do it it would be him you know like I feel like for sure it it I if I was a famous person 
and you know I feel like I would do those random kinds of things or I would randomly like find people who had ordered merch from me and like because their addresses would be there I would send them cards and little things just funny I think things like that are fun as long as you don't feel endangered in any way and I, I think that I would be someone who would do that. But unfortunately, I knew the truth. And I don't know, like, I feel like sometimes I use hashtags of the Talking Head songs. Also, I went to this person's page, The Imposter, and like was only following women and only like 40 of us. So uh, um, freaky deaky. But seems a little suspicious there. And don't be suspicious. Yeah, yeah it was suspicious. Turns and, out um, it was David Dern. Oh, my God. Well, honestly, it would be so funny. <laughs> For David Byrne just to be checking in on like how my beauty regime is. Yeah. But um, I didn't. Concern. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was just thinking like if I was like a rich and famous person, would it be a weird thing to do to like chuck yourself in a box and mail yourself to a fan? Like they ordered some like some like merch from your store, but then you like climbed in a box and like hung out there and they like you went along there and then they open the box and you pop out of the box and they're like, oh, my God, it's you. And you're like, yeah, it's me. I'm going to come and hang out with you. Also, you got to send me back. So well, like, and I'd be <laughs> like, oh, no, I just wanted the record. Like, yeah. I have to I have to feed you now. Like, mm-hmm. um, I no, I don't think I would ever do that. Just because in, I think sit, that sit in the corner of their house and eat all the crackers. <laughs> like, nah, I do nah, think nah. I think fans are like you've seen those like commercial or not commercials. You've seen like YouTubes and stuff like Lady Gaga's one that comes to my mind, like in Lollapalooza when she jumped into the crowd and she was saying like people were ripping her apart, like trying to shove their hands up into her body and like stuff like that. Like, I don't feel like I would ever want to put my body near someone who didn't know me, but was like considered like a super fan of any kind of yeah regards just because I don't think people are really responsible for how they act in those situations. Sometimes they are. Everyone's responsible for how they act all the time. Yeah. But I think that you can be overcome and do things that you would never do to a normal person. You're just like. Yeah. It's like. You're, it's you're like in. You're, you're like crowd surfing Lady Gaga and then you just like reach up and steal one of her eyebrows. I would never. I would be like, oh, he, Thank you for, I don't know. You know what's really interesting about recording a podcast is, especially an unedited, for the most part, podcast, is that you say things you feel, and then you think, holy shit, do I really feel that way? Too bad. It's on the internet. <laughs> Too bad. Jess ain't going to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, though. We, we make it work. We make it work. Yeah. If you don't like something, you can maybe fast forward it or not listen to it i guess so that's okay you see on that note i mean we say that our names are candace and jess but our names aren't candace and jess those are stage Mm -hmm. names yeah we put out there for y'all for stage (laughs) because our stage is this audio medium yeah yeah and uh we just were just Jess and Candace, like share no last name, you know. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, or, or Sunny. No, he had a last name. Dang. Oh man, I always wanted people to call me Sunny, um, but you can't create your own last or your own nicknames. That's nah. Not how it works. That's not how it works. But yeah, I just I hope everyone's feeling good. I hope everyone's ready for a really fun judgment, and that you're caught up and you listened to last week's because it looks like, unless I'm crazy. Uh oh. Looks like Jess brought a book today. I don't know, Candace. Are you feeling a little bit of the quarantine crazies? Um, I don't think so. And then I realized that I've literally interviewed myself 
for like four and a half hours. Very cool. Aloud. And which is something I love to do. Like, I think everyone should practice that. Talk to yourself like a lot. It's I think good. Um, But I don't know. Like I'm enjoying being in my own bubble a lot. Almost. It's almost creepy. So I don't think I have the quarantine crazies quite yet. Huh. Been staying very active though. So if that wasn't in in the picture then maybe it'd be worse but what about you jess are you feeling the quarantine crazies i mean i'd say to a certain degree uh you know it's sort of of like an up and down kind of thing sometimes i'm feeling crazy sometimes i'm feeling very very sane and a regular person other times i am waiting for the shoes that i ordered online so i can start running because that's a thing that i want to do I have been doing that. I want to get into the running habits of running. Well, I've made a really fun uh, playlist called Don't Walk, Run, Star, Star Eyes, that you're welcome to listen to when you run, if you like. I would love to check that out. How many uh, songs by The Ventures on there are on there? None. I was was expecting (laughs) at least one. No, it's all like 90s uh, club mix kind of stuff. Like Love Love Inc. and Big McCoy and... You know, cheesy ass stuff like that. The Vanga Boys. I don't think I've I've actually never heard Big McCoy. I listened to them before they got big and they were just called (laughs) Middle Little Little McCoy. Little McCoy. Yeah. Little Little McCoy. I actually hope I got the name right because I'm not sure. But um, I am also not sure. Also, do you ever feel like sometimes um, that with recording this show every so often that that you have sort of like an undiagnosed like attention issue or disorder? No, I don't feel that way. Why oh. do you feel that way, Oh, Jess? I totally do. Every time. <laughs> I can tell you feel Sometimes that way. Sometimes I'm like, huh, kind of jump around like a whatever. Okay. Oh, hey. no, no. That's perfect. That's what this this what this what is. Well, good. So I made. That big, big strudel energy. But you know what? Big strudel energy. Let's bring that big strudel energy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm I've excited been... for you to run, by the way. Before we go into the into the episode, I'm so sorry. What uh-huh. What shoes did you order? Uh, I just I just ordered some running shoes. Okay, that's a better brand. It. Were they were they Skechers or they New Balance? What are they? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, it's been like two weeks and they haven't right. showed up. Nobody knows anymore. They're just I just like threw money out. It's like I just threw money out the window and yelled at someone to be like, "Hey, you boy in the street, bring me running shoes." And the person <laughs> just you know gathered all the money up and ran down the street waving it and being like, "Shoes, shoes for the man." I once, well, not I once, I, when I started running when the quarantine started, which I told my mother-in-law that I would never run like her crazy ass, but look at me now. And she said that she was like, well, you never know, (laughs) you never know what will make you run. And it's like, well, the government shutdown will. Mm -hmm. Um, But I bruised my toes, like to the point where I thought they were going to fall off in my running shoes. So I'm running in my hiking boots. (laughs) Oh, dang. Which I feel like makes me look like I'm about to like go and save people from vampires and I love it. Yeah. I wear my everyday hiking boots, but I'm sure it's not the best. But at least my toenails are staying on my toes. That's a that's um, the best place for them. They're actually it's like they're that's where they're made to be and stay. Now I'm doing the jump around. All right, Jess, what book did you bring for us today? Oh, so I brought a thing. I had other things to talk about, but we're not going there yet. Actually, one thing first. I made first a, things first. On I the made a short story. video. I made a short video um, uh, this past week. Uh, wrote a script, uh, filmed it, and did the whole thing. Edited it up and and made it all all cool looking. 
Uh, and it's it's all about a comedian in isolation uh, who does see the stand up in a very different way. Um, and sitting um, down, it's, it's sitting down. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do something because I don't I mean, okay. tell, saying saying it right now, there's no real way for me to be like, hey, everyone. Hey, all you listeners out there. Mm-hmm. If you want to if you want to see this video, well, let us know. I guess that's the way to do it. If you want to see this video, let us know, and I will find a way, and we'll upload it to YouTube, and then we'll pop pop it all over um, social media and all that fun stuff, so y'all can okay y'all can. Do I'd it. like but, to see it again. So, but you guys gotta send us an email, Candace and Jess at gmail.com or you know over the, the the social medias on Twitter or on Instagram, and just let us know. Come on, come on, my own people now. Just let us know if you want to see the video. Oh, I thought that was going to be thought there was going to be more. No, I decided to cut myself short because uh, I'm interrupting you horribly. That's all good. So, Candace. Yes. I brought yes. a book today. Mhm. And this book is none other. And I know that people have been bugging us to do this book, but now we're doing it. <laughs> um, so of course, today what we brought to the podcasting basement is um uh, it's Gordon Pape's 1997 Buyer's Guide to RRSPs. Well, now I guess we already know one of the questions I was going to ask you at the end. Well, you'd think that, but did I prepare an answer for that? I sure as heck did. Candace, this is a fantasy novel. I know it looks like it's going to be all about RRSPs. <laughs> okay, but, but it's fantasy. this is clearly, okay. clearly, clearly. This is a fantasy novel. This got it. So this is about... This is all about the main the main character, and that's the main character's name to buyer. Oh, so this is Bi- yes. this is buyer's guide. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. This is their guide to the fantastical world of heroes, magic, and quests aplenty. Oh, look gosh, at this I is a it. this is a sturdy book. This is it's, it is. It's like it's got is potential. Is it kind of like longer? Is it like a long book? It's a t- it's a tall book. Yeah, it's we, tall and skinny, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's like novel width, but it's mm-hmm. tall, tall in its in its height, and I mean that just really really adds to how I know that this is all this is a fantasy book. This is a fantastical world. Um, this is a tall tale. Yeah, it's a tall tale right here. Very I'm gonna apparent. read. You, I'm gonna read you a quick little excerpt that I managed to uh, pull from the cover. This will um, be a first. Uh, well, I maybe I've done it once or twice, but I just want to set the scene so that people listening at home that they can just sort of like, oh, yeah, okay. Okay, cool. <clears throat> I just wanted to do it with yes, you. Yes. Everyone, everyone at home, clear your throats too. <clears throat> Thank you. So, <sighs> Bayer looks out across the water. Important documents flutter upon the wind. A school of loonies dive in and out of the water playfully beneath the dock where Byer stands. For those that don't know, loonies are the Canadian dollar. (laughs) That's what we call them. They are on a quest. They is Byer. Also, Byer is non-binary. Doesn't they use they that they them pronouns? That's right. Is that correct? I want to make sure I got it right because that's because it was one of those things. It's like. Anyways, anyway, they are on a quest, a hunt for the elusive RRSPs. 
This quest has brought Byer to a strange and distant shore. Fearlessly, they turn their back on the ocean to face a deep and dark jungle. Clearly, this would lead them to the Cave of Wonders, the home of the RRSPs. There we go. That's a little, just a little taste. Yeah. In case of you're papes, yeah, taste of papes. Taste. You got a tasty pape right here. Gordon Pape. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break, Gordon Pape. Give me a break. Um. So Candace. Buyer. 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 Great name, by the way. I want. I. I like that. Yeah. Ah. Uh huh. Now, yeah. Candace. I know that there's going to be a big question. Uh, probably get some emails, some messages, and tweets, all kind of stuff about this. Like, what does RRSP stand for? Right. And if I I've already set this up, it's a fantasy novel. This is a fantastical world. Heroes, magic, quests, that sort of stuff. Goblins, maybe. Maybe there's a dragon. Who knows? But mm-hmm. you have to read the book. What does RRSP stand for in this world? Well... <laughs> Well, it stands for Registered Retirement Savings Plan, just like how we do. Oh. So that's, it's the same thing, but it's just sort of how... So, okay, let me just... If I can take a moment, I'd like to explain something. So in this wor- in the world of this book, uh, they okay. have the same RRSPs that we do. But instead of going to a bank on a weekday afternoon, after making an appointment to see the bank savings expert, Dennis, and then Dennis reschedules with you because you need to go to the dentist... Uh, to get a root Dennis, canal. Dennis, Dennis needs, at the dentist. Dennis, yeah. he's got to go to the dentist. He's got to, yeah. you know, he's got to reschedule to get a root canal. Uh, and then he says he won't be in any shape to tell anyone about anything. You know, he can't help you. He's got the, you know, it's all all frozen yeah. in the mouth. Maybe a little like lightheaded from the gas. So you reschedule for a week next Thursday, but then you forget that you've got a dentist appointment that day too. Oh. <laughs> so you tell Dennis this and it turns out that you both go to the same dentist. What are the odds? So y'all both have a great big laugh about it, but then that sort of puts the appointment. If you're going to push it further than that, it's going to be putting the appointment further than a month by now, and that's a really long time to wait. And then a dentist says, hey, what are you doing right now? And you're like, well, I didn't really have any particular plans today. So then you head to the bank and do all the RSP stuff with your new best friend, Dennis. Oh, That's basically, that's what RSPs in our world are like. Okay. So you go do your RSPs, but you get a, get a best friend. Um. In this book, they might have pirates that help you get to the to our RRSP island, and then you have to fight a dragon, and then you right. get your proof because you got to have proof of the RRSP, but it's on a scroll. And maybe there's oh. maybe there's a wizard. Okay, yeah. so buyers, buyers' experience with the RRSPs sounds almost just as painful as the other one. Yeah, to one be honest. Sounds hard. Sounds hard both ways. Our 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 RRSPs are much more dental based. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. So it's But a, we we can't tell judging by the cover if if buyer even has teeth. So Nope. He's a, he's a tight-lipped sh- or sorry, they are a tight they, they are a tight-lipped ship. They are a tight-lipped ship. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Okay. Yeah, that's basically so, it. So <laughs> Oh, okay. So in the cover, I'm totally seeing this beautiful image of, is this when they are turning their back on the jungle? Or is this this when they're seeing the school of dollars? Loonies. School of loonies. So standing on the dock, looking out over the sea. Unless, of course, they are neck deep in the sea, 
Right. Which could be going on, but we don't really know. Totally could be that. I could have. I mean, again, it's I just I I find what I feel is in the story. They might not be on a dock. So looking out upon the unforgiving sea. Is the reason. So it stands for retirement. Registered Retirement Savings Plan. Okay. So I thought this was when you said, yes, I'll come to your party. What? When you say, yes, I'll come to your party. Yes. What oh, is that? That's an RSVP. <laughs> I think. RVSP. RSVP. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm yes. glad that I didn't do this book because I might have accidentally made it about a fellow that really wanted to confirm that they were going to be at a certain exactly, place at a certain time. Exactly. Huh. So do you think that buyer or in this in this realm, do you think the loonies are still currency and the reason you go to this island is because that's where they all live? That's and that's where they all bank themselves. This is how you make money and and plan for your future. Is it's it's a lot more of scooping up of schools of actual sentient fish money, okay, and then also, uh, you know, fighting a dragon. Okay, so yeah. that is definitely happening. Because I mean, it, if, you made it sound at first like maybe a dragon's there. If but... you go fight a dragon and you lose, your future is planned. Right. Pretty much. You're fed to the fish that will all pool and school around. Yeah. Or maybe the dragon eats you, I suppose. Yeah. Barbecue buyer. Did dragons like just eat people or did they just like burn the person? And then that's well, that. And you're like, I will leave your burnt corpse there as I... a warning to others. You know, as far as cryptid, cryptids, I don't know if dragons are cryptid, but I feel like as far as my knowledge on dragons go, it's pretty much just the reluctant dragon. So... It's just about being um, smart, sweet, and putting salt on your radishes. Other than that, I don't know what dragons do. What about Puff the Magic Dragon? Oh, okay. So he lived by the sea. He did. So maybe he was protecting the RRSPs. He he frolicked in the autumn mist. See, I think he's a lot like the Reluctant Dragon. In a land called? Um, Newport Beach? It was Hana Lee. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Delaware. What are we gonna Delaware. do? In Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just mixed up two lines. I think I did gun rack. What am I gonna do with a gun rack? But with Delaware. Mm. Um. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know if uh, if a dragon is down to eat you or not. Yeah. I don't think. You know what? To be honest, depending on the size of the dragon, I don't know that they would even care about you. Yeah. Would it be like? Like, I guess descent, depending on the size of a person, it would be like a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Or smaller. Like, I don't know. And in, in in my mind's eye, I see this island that Byer is sailing to to be quite large, but also like maybe nobody knows how big it really is. Like, you know, it's like, I think it's kind of shrouded in secrecy, just like the bank. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Well, I love this cover, Jess, and... I am so happy to know that it is a fantasy book because, I don't know, that's the kind of world that I want to live in right now. It's funny because I went to the, I went to the, the one of those street libraries yesterday mm-hmm. and I grabbed, I, I snagged four books 
And I almost this I, well, is such a street library. Book. I oh my almost God. didn't grab this book, and I sort of stood there and I kind of reached for it and I like pulled my hand back and then I reached closer to it and then I pulled my hand back and then I pulled it out but didn't like take it off the little shelf. And, then I put and if it you back. guys want to see this video, <laughs> and if you want to see this video, this is coming up my school of this is uh, I'm doing a series of videos about indecision in this time of isolation, <laughs> but I'm really not sure if I'm going to be putting them out or not yet. Right. <laughs> we don't know if we're going out or not yet. So mm -hmm. that's OK. Yeah. So but anyways, it ended up getting you. Yes, it did. It hooked me by the uh, hooks. Well, and that's something, you know, just before I ask you a few questions, I feel like that's something that I want you guys listening at home to know is that a lot of times we are drawn to a book, um, but we just know the truth about it. We know that we shouldn't do it. Uh, you know, like one time I found a book called Have You Seen Candace, which right off the bat, I was like, oh my God, this is genius. But it's obviously about a missing teenager. And there's no way to make that shit funny. Yeah. And I was like, maybe we could spin it so that we actually are helping and aiding the search. I like researched the story to see if there was anything going on about it now or if it was, you know, a 90s story as it was a 90s book. But, you know, sometimes we just know. Yeah. And sometimes you start a judgment and you're excited about it. And then you realize, I got to go take another dip from the old library. Yeah. Just move right along. Go for a mosey. I mean, go for mosey. Yeah, go for mosey. Um, <laughs> one th I mean, that's the thing is that I, I'm also just suddenly realizing it's like we've done a lot of books here on this show. Mm -hmm. Really, hope that, really them. hope that we haven't done any like, you know. Insensitive, like. Yeah. And we, I, I totally and if agree. if we have, we're sorry. Because again. Like I was worried about the mission song. Like I'm sure. Oh my God. I just turned to my right and it's right there. Mm. That's so creepy. It's it's but, it's sneaking up on you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. And like, I think we, I think we talked about this when we first started the episodes, but that might be something that we should say every once in a while too, is like, we definitely don't want to do too much research on the books because that's the whole point is to go from the cover. Yeah. And if we ever, you know, cross the line as far as that goes, we are incredibly sorry and maybe a little stupid. <laughs> maybe I just didn't know that's what that book was about. You can yeah. pretty much always guarantee that we never did anything out of a mean spot. No. no. Right? This, We're not mean. This is all in good fun. And with that, I will bring that big strudel energy to question asking time. Oh, excellent. Boop, boop, doo I'm okay. so prepared. No umming and awing for this guy. -uh. Nothing but big strudel energy. All right. So when was this book written? This book. This book. Gordon Pape's 1997 <laughs> Buyer's Guide to RRSPs was written in 1992. That's right. It was ahead of its time. Oh, just like buyer themselves. That's so good. Gordon, okay. Gordon Pape had a vision. I, of you know five, what? five years in the future. He's like, I'll, I'm going to get ahead of the game on this one and you will thank me. I don't want to come at you, Jess, because I feel like I attacked your book last week as well. But with a name like Gordon Pape, like get away from me with a last name like Pape. Are you attacking okay? me or are you attacking Gordon Pape? He, I feel really bad. I feel bad. He wrote a book. I know. But like, I do think that's really how his name is said. We have only 
had the potential to write books. The constant potential to write books every day. Mm-hmm. And we don't. And he did. Okay. Yeah. Gordon is my dad's middle name. So I have to like, I ha- and like the name Gord makes me kind of laugh. But oh. Pape? Ugh. Gordon's my dad's first name. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Have we? We must have talked about this. Is David his middle name? No. Oh my God. Imagine. Okay. But Pape is nowhere in there. No. Okay, because that would be a big Miss Pape. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who is the intended audience for this book, Jeff? The intended audience for this book is the future planning, investment-minded fantasy person. <laughs> so if they, if they love... What is the acronym for that? Uh, Fut- FP... Fip- future planning... Fipimp. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sounds yeah, like yeah. so I mean that person that's out there and they're they're putting aside money, they're thinking about their future, they're about their old age, they're saving <laughs> saving those pennies and those cents and every month and paying into that kind of stuff because that's an important and responsible thing to do. They're making good investments, solid investments due to good information. No fast tracking it here. Slow and Steady wins this race. Also, they like goblins and swords and leather clothing, but and not they're really into like. But not in a ser- not in a sex way. They're really into that Serial Joe song. The Serial Serial Joe song. Ain't nothing, Miss Pape. I did not know that one. I could be wrong. Maybe it's silver chair fuck. No, yeah. that's the, I'll make it up to you in the year 2001. Not in 2001, <laughs> but, you know, 2000 ah. song. Um, anyways, I think it is Serial Joe. I'm going to stick with that. Origin. <laughs> Ain't nothing made paper. <laughs> okay, Jess. So <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking Ugly Kid Joe. I don't know who Serial Joe is. <laughs> I, Ugly Kid Joe is a different era and i felt like when you were staring off thinking about ugly kid joe yeah i literally thought you were pissed at me no i was trying to remember i was like who's serial joe like i I thought you were mad is did did kellogg's get a new mascot it sounds like it's serial joe yeah they sort of they just sort of gave up on his name well no it's because there was prohibition on cereal yeah so (laughs) Serial Joe would go to the cities and like slang cereal he'd made in bathtubs mm-hmm. to the children of the town. It's just slinging bathtub <laughs> cornflakes. That's exactly what I was picturing. Oh my God. And if you're really lucky, you'd get a little pouch of dried strawberries. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> Freeze dried by yeah. Cereal Joe himself. There's like a be statue careful, Be careful erected. with those ones, kids. They're <laughs> frosted. Be like, ew. <laughs> Statue of Cereal Joe in every town mm-hmm. square. Um, Rice Krispie Square, yeah. call it. <laughs> Rice Krispie Square. <laughs> Cereal oh Joe. Oh, my God. So going on with this, if if we were to rate this book on our very, very strategic rating system, um, number 10, the highest being a delicious bowl of noodles. All noodles are created equally, so it can be any noodle dish. Douche. Any noodle douche will do. Or, <laughs> or is it on the lower end of the spectrum being like a one, which would be a gas station banana? Well, Candace, again, I'm super prepared for all of these answers to give to you. So okay. the book 
is the most sensible and fiscally minded food. And that is soft boiled eggs. And I want you I want you to think about that one very carefully. I'm not I just do saying, think about it all the time. I'm not saying a singular soft boiled egg. I'm talking about like multiple soft boiled eggs. Okay. Upwards of twelve, maybe. Oh. Yeah. So a dozen or more? A dozen or more. This book is a dozen or more soft boiled eggs. Uh, it's just soft boiled eggs. Maybe it's the concept of soft boiled <laughs> eggs. I love it. I love it. Perfect. I get it. Um, I think. So that has been. There we go. A great. Yeah, that has been an episode. A great judgment. Thank you, Jess. You're welcome. And um, I don't know. I guess is there anything we should really say before we go? I mean, this is we got an idea. This here. Before we get into like the outro, all that kind of stuff, we had an idea and that was to uh, to take all our episodes and uh, do some uh, sneaky for what's that word? Fandangling. Fandangling and shimmy shammying, uh, Mm -hmm. but probably more accurately uh, video editing and that kind of stuff and then put them up on to YouTube so you could check them out there and then it could be a, you know, a shareable thing that people could watch or don't watch. Yeah, or I don't whatever. know. What do you what do you guys think about that? I, I actually I'd be really interested to know where you're listening from in general. Yeah. Like, are you on iTunes? Are you on Spotify? Are you on the Stitcher app? I doubt it. <laughs> but where are you? Um, but yeah, that might be something that's coming to you where you might get little treats like little videos just makes of him trying to choose a book. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah, there we go. This is actually I guess this is our half assed way of saying, hey, we're launching a YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we are. Yeah. yeah. To a degree. Great, well, Jess. I was worried we didn't have an outro for a second. There, there we but go. You really. You really like, swung in there. Really tied it all together. <laughs> mm hmm. Just, I can always count on you. Yeah. No, that's that's great, guys. And we just want to bring you, we want to be on the avenues that, like, on the streets that you guys are. And if you're on YouTube Street, well, fuck yeah, bud. Mm-hmm. You gotta get there. So, honk, yeah. honk. Yeah. You know, Jess has a neighbor somewhere uh, who was, just got a new horn. And he was honking it, or she was honking it. They were honking it. Yeah. They were showing, while, it, they were showing it off just before we hit record. Man. Yeah. It's I can see why that they were that they were showing it off. It was an oh, impressive. Oh, it was impressive. Yeah, yeah, it was impressive. Just horn. in the same but, in the same way that a rhino is always proud of its horn. Yeah, that this, that new horn, yeah. horn owner was. But yeah. I'm really glad that they stopped practicing so that we could do our thing. Yeah, and also. It wasn't even seven o'clock yet, which I'm sure in your guys's neighborhoods, everyone's getting rowdy. And I live pretty much in the country, but holy crap, do my neighbors come out. There's crazy horns and crazy things being blown, so. Whoa. I I hope, yeah, there's a whole lot of blowing going on. Mm. I hope that everyone in your area is doing that. Um, My mom was saying that she's really touched by it. My mom is a um, nurse. Yeah. On the front lines, getting sore from her mask. She's one of those sweethearts. Yeah. Um, She'd never admit it, though, so sorry. Sorry, Mom. Um, But... She was like, I just feel like it's really nice they do that. But that's how we all should say hi to each other during quarantine. And I was like, this from the lady who turns her music up so loud. But <laughs> but yeah, like I, I do think it's kind of sweet. It's like being like, yeah, we're all here. Um, see ya. 
when I see you. Yeah, yeah. There's, but a, there's some like didgeridoos <laughs> going and stuff. There's it's some crazy. there's some interesting people because they're just in the area. There's like some apartments around in the area where I'm living, and so if I go to my kitchen window, I look out the back window there and i look up when i was clapping you know open a window and i'll do some claps as well then i look at the other people that are clapping and there's this one girl who lives on the top floor of well actually i don't know if they're a girl there's just this one person we've just Mm -hmm. been we've just been calling her creepy girl and okay she or they i should say they they go up to their window and they have the window closed but they have a pot and a wooden spoon (laughs) <laughs> and you can see them like hitting hitting the pot and wooden spoon but then they have their forehead like pressed up against the window Aww. at this weird weird angle that's just like they're kind of like got their head crooked and like dunk, 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 dunk. but they don't open the window no no man you know what i can we can we dedicate this episode to creepy girl like yeah. i feel i feel like she needs something they need something that little spirit needs something is kind of how I feel. Um, there's something weird going on over here. But yeah, creepy girl, you don't have to open your window, but don't hurt yourself. Nah. Don't don't hurt your sweet, sweet forehead. All right, guys. So you've been listening to Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. I am always and will always be until my next life, Candace. And I am always and will always be full of strudel power, (laughs) big strudel power. And I'm Jess. If you want to check out the covers of these books, um, go ahead and find us on Instagram, uh, Candace and Jess and Twitter. At Candace and Jess, you can also send us an email um, on your email machine, and that's mm-hmm. at Candace and Jess. At no, it's not at Candace and Jess. What am I doing? You're just you're just saying know. another I'm full another of, one. I'm full of big strudel energy. What yeah, was it? you're full was of it big no, strudel it's, energy it's, or big strudel no, power. No, no, no. I, I, you know, you went to power, and I totally respect that. But it's energy. See, I turn and I turn big strudel energy into big strudel power. No, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Um, but it's it's big strudel energy. I was gonna make sure <laughs> to say it again. <laughs> um, anyways, you can send us an email at uh, big strudel energy at gmail.com. Just Candace and Jess at gmail.com. Uh, send us a message if you want me to show send show the world a video that I made. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that's is that it. Keep your strudel on the ice. Keep your strudel on the ice. (laughs) All righty. I'm going to cue that outro music.